today on CityCast Madison. Have you ever bought a pull tab? You know those little gambling cards you pop rows open on to reveal slot machine-esque icons? They're kind of like lottery tickets, only no scratch off. You can find them in almost every Madison Tavern, but something you might not have considered is how they exist at all. Our state is super restrictive about gambling outside of our official lotto, but the pull tab creator outsmarted the system and his brainchild lives on. We sat down with Milwaukee journalist T. Krulos, who got the goods. It's Monday, July 24th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. T, hello. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for joining us. So before we get too deep, what is a pull tab? Yeah, so um, people might have noticed this in a bar, even if they haven't played it, but uh, pull tabs are these little cardboard pieces, and they cost a dollar, and you have this sort of satisfying unzipping of these tabs on the back, and um, you can potentially win. That's a good way to describe it, satisfying unzipping. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, a, it's got like this uh, texture and feeling when you pull it. Yes. And on the other side are these little like slot machine icons, like fruits and symbols. And, and you could win. You're not going to win a huge fortune, but you could win a few dollars and a maximum jackpot of $250, which, you know, is... It's some money. It's good. Yeah. I actually, so they're in taverns across Madison and I did encounter them and have used them. <laughs> I, and I was, I was like, what, what is going on here? What is this? Um, because there's a bar over in Atwood and I got one. I won a dollar right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. know what I did with that dollar? I bought another pull tab. <laughs> another, exactly. Yeah. The, I've played quite a few times, especially when I was working on this article. And I'm going to tell you the max that I won was $2. Okay. But you know what? I was excited that I won $2. I was like, hey, I won something. It's a thrill. I, you know, that's what, the, you know, and that's part of the story, right? Is like, how is this legal? It's almost, it's like a sort of gambling, but the max you can win is $250. So, yeah. and you wrote a story. The origin story is even stranger than you might think. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're called Wisconsin Souvenir Milk Caps. Yes, that is the uh, the major pull tab publisher here in Wisconsin. The story is really convoluted and strange and and uh kind of a rabbit hole you know yeah well there was a part in your article that was like you asked different folks like how how does this work and the bar the bar owners or the bar folks they didn't even know no one <laughs> and really they had a knows bunch of great guesses <laughs> <laughs> no one really knows and to be honest even after all the work i did i'm not sure that i understand entirely <laughs> We're still a teeny bit confused. Well, you your article did a great job of describing it, so I feel like I kind of understand. So let's talk about the origin story, the Wisconsin Souvenir Milk Caps. Who came up with this idea? This was uh, invented by a guy named Walter Borer, and he was in the business of providing what you call coin-operated amusement machines to bars. So that would be jukeboxes, pinball machines, stuff like that. 
And um, he had this idea, he was heading into retirement, and he came up with this company as sort of a retirement business. Here is the major thing that he considered. So I want to read you Wisconsin Statute 100.16 parenthesis 1. This is one sentence, by the way. Okay, here it goes. No person shall sell or offer to sell anything by the representation or pretense that a sum of money or something of value, which is uncertain or concealed, is enclosed within or may be found with or named upon the thing sold, or that will be given to the purchaser in addition to the thing sold, or by any representation, pretense, or device by which the purchaser is informed or induced to believe that money or something of value may be won or drawn by chance by reason of the sale, period. I read that beforehand like three times, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to let him explain. Because <laughs> that's ridiculous. So that statute pretty much says that you can It you summed can't, it up. You can't... <laughs> yes, yes, very clearly, right? <laughs> Very, very clearly. Yeah. So what all that long language means is that you can't sell gambling devices. However, that statute also provides exceptions to that rule. And this is where Walter saw loopholes that he could take advantage of. So there's a couple of arguments as to why this is not an illegal gambling piece. And one is that if you can attach the gambling piece to something of value then you can find that loophole. So, for example, McDonald's will do their Monopoly game, and you get a game piece, but you also get French fries with it, right? Classic. Loved those. The little stickers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of companies do that, and, and so Walter was like, um, he remembered that when he was a child, they used to do milk delivery, and on the milk caps, they had a little game, and you would pull a tab... And you could win a free quart of milk or some ice cream or butter. But because it was attached to a bottle of milk, then that made it legal. So he remembered that. And at the time he formed this company, Pogs were very popular. I don't know if you remember Pogs. From the but, 90s? <laughs> yes. I've yeah. seen them. <laughs> Pogs were like a, a trend, and they're these little cardboard circles that have a cartoon character on it or something like that. So his argument with his pull tabs was that he has a circle design on the front that changes, and his argument was that you could cut that circle out and collect it as a Pog, and therefore the game piece had value other than gambling which is a pretty clever <laughs> loophole to think of. Yes. Nowadays, that's why people are buying them, so they can collect pogs. And most people don't. But I, I'll say, I don't know. Some people probably do still collect pogs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, stuff comes back in style. Uh, vinyl is popular. Cassette tapes are popular again. That's true. That's true. I was just saw some Pokemon cards that I had when I was a little kid selling for a lot of money. You're right, exactly. <laughs> it makes me regret letting those go. Yeah, this is wild. So the creator <laughs> of this, the Wisconsin Souvenir Milk Caps, he died in March 2022. Yes. Um, who's running the company now? His nephew. Uh, still within the family, uh, his nephew and his sister are really the only two employees of the company. They have a little office in Oconomowoc. It's uh, in an industrial park 
and uh, I got to visit. They have these giant pull tabs that are blown up, decorating the walls. Oh my gosh! They have uh, Walter's <laughs> uh, milk cap collection, his vintage milk cap collection on display there. And that's where they run the pull tab empire out of that little office. I remember thinking, you know, when I got my first pull tab, um, how does this work? And I was like, okay, so I just go to the bar and I get a a dollar. (laughs) Like, who's giving me this dollar? Is it the bar? I feel a little bad (laughs) taking a dollar. Talk about Midwestern. I feel bad for taking a dollar. Um, (laughs) But how do the logistics of this business work? Like you said, you could win up to $250. It's kind of a complicated process. Um, So... Wisconsin Souvenir Melt Caps provides the game pieces, and most of those are sold to distributors. And they provide bars with a lot of pinball games and dollar change machines and stuff like that. There's not a lot of profit in selling a pull tab because that's now split between the bar, the distributor, and the company that made it. But if you multiply that dollar by the millions of pull tabs being played across the state, then it's some good extra money. What does the Department of Revenue, who runs Wisconsin's official lottery, think about souvenir milk caps? They're not happy with it Yeah, at all. Um, They see it as stepping on their toes, cutting into their own profits from their state-sanctioned lotteries. This was actually a very exciting part of the story. When Walter got his company started, the police actually raided his office and they confiscated all of his pull tabs and even his uh, vintage melt caps that he had collected. That seems gratuitous. They, they went in, they seized <laughs> We're it all. take your milk caps too. Don't you ever try this again. <laughs> yeah. They took everything related to his business. And uh, he was upset about it, of course, because he had studied that long statute that I read and designed his pull tabs to, um, you know, be legal based on that. So they're not only a collectible, but the other thing that makes them legal, by the way, is they're actually considered to be a sweepstakes because you can request a form that you can fill out, mail it to the company, and the company will send you a free game piece that you can play. So that makes it a sweepstakes. Part of the loophole. Yes, part of the loophole. That for you sure. can actually so you're saying like you don't have to buy one of these tabs. They right. will send you one for free over Yeah. Yeah. And uh when I talked to the company, they said, Yeah, some people do that. It's usually people who are like way up north and out of range of a pull tab machine. But you know, the majority of people actually pay for them because they wanna enjoy this while they're having a beer at the bar. <laughs> Right. It's kind of an in-the-moment thing, not like mail something and then get it back. He was upset by this, and he was like, I'm going to court. And uh, he went to court, and um, I loved the decision because they were like, well, we're not quite buying it, but technically you're right, so... How did he know so much about the law? Was he a lawyer? No, I think this probably just came from business, operating a business that dealt with bars and uh, money, he had to have some knowledge of how those systems work. Because it was like, this was his retirement plan, and it's been so successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, doesn't it seem shady to you? I don't know. I wouldn't say that it, it's shady. I, I find it to be 
clever. Yeah. He saw the law, he studied it, and he was like, well, you know, this is a way that I can work my way through this. I mean, I understand the Department of Revenue doesn't appreciate something cutting into their profits, but I don't know. It just seems like fun. It's such a fun thing that it doesn't seem insidious at all, you know? Yeah. It's so fun. I mean, also, when I was buying my pull tab, they said it's like it goes to charity. Yeah, some uh, they have a special pull tabs that give some of the profits to like breast cancer awareness foundations and stuff like that. So not all, but some some of their yeah. pull tabs are charity based. I think that specific one did, and we're not the only one ones who have pull tabs. Like they're <laughs> they're in Wisconsin, but I hear they're pretty uh, popular up there with our neighbors in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota apparently does more pull tabs than the rest of the country combined. <laughs> it's a big, big thing in Minnesota. Everyone's doing it. It's a huge uh, money maker there. They do more than everyone. <laughs> more, I, I think I found that there was like 10 or 12 states that do pull tabs. Mm -hmm. And they usually go by a, a regional name. Like, uh, I forget, one state has them, but they're called like pickle boards or something. You know? <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> uh, they have these different names. Um, so they are legal in a few states. But yeah, Minnesota does more than all of those states combined. Easily. Not even close. Yeah. Do you think you can get addicted to them? Yeah. I, well, that's a good question. I mean, it is a form of gambling. And I think that all gambling is addictive, uh, especially to certain types of people. It doesn't seem like something where... <laughs> You know, you'd be losing your life over it because they're only a dollar. But um, I suppose it could yeah. it could it could become a, a pull tab problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you've done it a bunch, right? And you mm -hmm. said you, the most you've won is two. Two bucks. Yeah. But the max is two hundred fifty. I'm curious, what are the odds of winning? Are they better than Powerball? Like I forget what the odds are, but it does state them on the pull tab itself. That is one of the things according to that statute that you must do you must keep records of the winners you must clearly state the odds of the game on the game piece that's fair i think it's like one in 700 or something like that is a winner when you go to the bar do you like go to bars trying to find pull tabs it's so funny because before i i worked on this article i had played a couple of times but didn't think too much about it and didn't really notice it but now whenever I go into a bar, like my eye is like scanning the perimeter and I'll be like, oh, yeah, there's a there's a pull tab machine there in the corner. Yeah, I haven't spent a fortune, but if I see one, I'm likely to, to put a dollar into it if I have one. It's so fun. Oh, would you say, you know, these souvenir milk caps <laughs> or pull tabs are a quintessential part of Wisconsin bar culture? They are, I think. And it's just kind of a fun, nice thing to do, especially with your friends. You throw in a few dollars and you can all sit there and, and see if you won. And uh, like someone I quoted in the article said, a lot of times that money goes back into buying more pull tabs or buying a round of drinks if you if you get a winner. So it's just kind of a fun thing to do at the bar. They should also throw in like winning salty snacks. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> <Yes>. a big hit. <laughs> yeah. 
that was such a good article, <laughs> such a good well, piece that you wrote, ab- wrote about this. And I really trust you and your Wisconsin expertise because of how you say the word milk. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I was born and raised in Wisconsin. So yes. I do say milk and bag. T, thank you so much for giving us a little bit of insight into this phenomenon <laughs> that's here in Wisconsin. The milk cap souvenir the pull tabs that many of us love. Well, thanks for having me and good luck to everyone listening that's going to go out and try a pull tab. <laughs> I hope you win. That's Milwaukee freelance author and journalist T. Krulos. If you want to read his full piece on the Wisconsin pull tab history, check out our show notes. We've got a link to his Milwaukee Magazine story. And here's what else Madison's talking about. 2024, it inches closer. You know those ballot boxes that Madison put up all over town during the pandemic? The ones that the Wisconsin Supreme Court said were illegal, so they got turned into art projects? Yeah, those. Well, some folks are trying to get them back ahead of next year's presidential election. The progressive group Priorities USA, along with the Wisconsin Alliance for Retired Americans and Wanakee resident William Franks Jr. have sued the Wisconsin Elections Commission. They're saying that the state's absentee ballot rules violate the Wisconsin Constitution. And in other news, UW-Madison turns 175. So we're gonna party like it's 1848. (laughs) Just kidding, but for real, this Wednesday night, in honor of the demi-semi-septentennial, yeah, I said it, UW is throwing a birthday soiree at the Memorial Union. There'll be free Babcock Dairy ice cream, yum, live music, the UW marching band, Bucky the Badger, of course, and fireworks over Lake Mendota. Plus, it's all free. Go celebrate your crown jewel, my friends. We'll toss a link in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with that friend who's always got a harebrained business idea that is just so crazy, it might even work. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then. King George, that mother-